Dolphins 20, Giants 9. Welcome to Talking Giants presented by DraftKings. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner. And here with my co-host, Justin Pennick, who will probably be doing the intros for the rest because I'm I'm going to die. Like, I think <laughs> I think I might actually have to go to the hospital. I'm, I'm going to die. Justin, how are you? Well, you tested negative for COVID, and that was the that was the update from I'm Friday. I'm wishing show. I had coronavirus instead of the flu. Yeah, you you have the flu, so you're not doing well. This is really this is truly Bobby Skinner's flu game. Um, hope you're feeling okay. Eventually, you'll get there, Bobby Skinner. Um, we're recording a little earlier for our reaction app today, which is good. So we're gonna get off here, and we're gonna we're gonna not think about the Giants for the rest of the night, but for the next forty ish minutes, I guess I guess we will. Hi. Um, not a great day. Not not a not a great day at all. I really can't remember the last time I was so like throw my hands up in the air. What the hell was that? That game has no significance and in my life and I'm probably not going to remember that game for the rest of my life since 2018 because at least in 2019 you had Eli's final year, right? And then it was Jones's rookie year, so every game that he played in was significant because it was Jones's rookie year. 2020 last year, there was, I guess, a division race up until the end. So really, th- this game against the Dolphins where you have, you know, now you really want to look at it, especially without Daniel Jones, three to four offensive linemen that probably won't be here next year, a backup QB, a play caller that may be different next year, most likely, and a defense that just is let down by an offense yet again, yet again, yet again. So this is such a game where I'm just like throwing my hands up in the air saying, what the hell was that? I expected better. I wanted better, obviously. But, you know, that sucked. That's the intro. That sucked. Um, hand up. I didn't think Mike Glennon was that bad. I didn't. I didn't. I thought he was better than that. I mean, that was a, that was brutal quarterback play. Yeah. You know? You thought he was better than what he showed you before this game, right? You're not saying that he played as you're not saying that he played a good game, right? No, I'm saying oh, okay. I thought he would be better than what he put out today. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, like I've watched I watched Mike Lennon play for the Bucks and Jaguars. You know, yeah, you know, I I didn't think it would be this bad. I mean, he was brutal. You know, they moved the ball on that second drive and he just throws an unbelievably dumb interception, just a duck and, and not even just a duck, it was right into double coverage. On a, on a cover like a double covered Darius Slayton, there was two other throws that should have been picked. You know, one both to Galladay, um, missing guys like crazy. Yeah, John Ross, terrible, terrible miss when he had a clean pocket too. The Evan Ingram ball that went down the sideline. Now yep. I'm I'm going fifty fifty on it, and you know maybe you'll look at the film, and I don't, I really don't want to I don't want to put you on the spot right now, but. I thought Evan Ingram, it was kind of weird how he turned around twice and it looked like he slowed up and he slowed down, but still Glennon missed him. I mean, that's such a yeah. wide open throw where if you're the quarterback, you have to hit him. I don't care how many times your tight end or your skill position players turn it around and, you know, flip it around. So it could have been maybe 25% on Ingram, 75% on Glennon. But, you know, the people that wanted their pound of flesh, which there were people on social media and there were Giants fans that wanted their pound of flesh of let's see Mike Lennon do well in spite of Daniel Jones, or I want to see Mike Lennon in spite of Daniel Jones. Well, there you go. You got it. And Daniel Jones is, he may be a bad quarterback, but he's not, okay, I'm going to miss, I'm going to have five really bad plays in a game, like three to five really bad plays in a single game. Jones may give you one or two bad plays in a game. He's not going to give you like three to five like Mike Glennon just gave you. So, 
Yeah. Um, Which isn't saying much. Just not yeah, saying much. It's, it's, you know, I don't even really feel like turning this into a Jones conversation anyways. Yeah. Um, But it was, you know, like this game, if Jones plays, I think it could have, like, we could be, we could be celebrating a win, you know, uh, because there was drives that weren't finished. And again, that, and like that interception, they got down the territory, but also, you know, if Joe judge goes for it on a, on a couple fourth downs at around midfield on fourth and two, you know, maybe they win this game with Mike Lennon, probably not, but like that, this was a frustrating game from judge and he had two, just two all time dumb timeouts. The one at the end of the first quarter. And then the one where it was second and 23, and then they end up having a, a freaking delay a game again, like on third and thirty or whatever it was. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it's it's hard to really have like if you would have told me Mike Glennon is this type of quarterback, I would have kind of expected what happened today because we can't run the ball, even though they actually averaged like five yards a, a carry. But yeah, Saquon the, Saquon averaged five yards per carry. Yeah, which was which was surprising when when you went and looked at it. But I guess he did. Ha- he had like a twenty three yarder. Mm-hmm. And then a ten yarder, you know, it, and Booker had a sixteen yard carry thrown in there too. Yeah, and but it's like you just. But the thing is, is you just remember all the zero to negative yard yeah. runs. You know, there's so many. It seems like it seems like more times than not they're getting zero yards or less. Um, which is frustrating. And then and then also like you're missing you're missing the majority of your wide receiver core. You know, and and Galladay Galladay got banged up. He, you know, he had, he had three catches and then got banged up and, and then came back in the game, but didn't really do anything after that. Um, So, yeah, it's like I, I don't I don't have any hot takes like at, coming after this game. It was it was it was a bad it was a, a team with very little talent on offense. You know, like you had Mike Lennon at quarterback, a bad offensive line, Kenny Galladay and some other bad wide and some bad wide receivers and. And and Saquon Barkley behind a bad offensive line, and uh, Saquon Barkley who had a few drops too. Yeah, drops hurt. Glennon misses hurt. Glennon interception hurts. Um, you know, and that's why when you can't execute, there was a Darius Slayton drop where the ball was thrown a little bit high, but Darius Slayton did drop the ball. You got to come down with that. Um, I I want to talk about Joe Judge because I think that's the that's the main conversation that's happening on on Twitter right now. You know, if it's not the quarterback and the quarterback doesn't play, then the attention goes to Joe Judge, and there seems to be a a wide consensus right now that you know Joe Judge should be gone. So, where where are you at? Where are you at right now? I don't know. Like, what has Joe Judge done for me to want him back? I know. know? Mm-hmm. That's where I'm kind of at right now. Now it's it, but at the same time, like this game, they don't have any players on offense. But also, Judge. Judge didn't coach like that either, though. You know, punting. You know, punting on those fourth and shorts. You coach it like you did the Cleveland game last year when you when you had a backup quarterback in, where it's like we got to score seven, because eventually, like your defense can't just hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up every single week. Like you yeah. can't win. Cons- you'll win games like that, but you can't win consistently like that. You know, so like I I don't blame Judge for the offensive performance, but I do blame him for wasting some timeouts and. And the fourth down stuff, which, you know, could like what the final score was 20 to nine, 20 to nine. Yeah. Yeah. Like that makes a difference in the game. You know, if there's both those drives are, are moved on, you know, it, it just, it just does. Um, it was more, it was more or less the, the decisions to punt rather than kick the field goals. It was the, the first drive of the game where 
It was a fourth and three when they actually, I think they were slightly across midfield. Or yeah. maybe they were right. They were right around midfield. They were past and, it, yeah. and then there was in the second half there was a fourth and two, which I thought this was worse. There was a fourth and two in the second half, which they again they were right around midfield, um, and they chose to punt it. And it's like, come on, like it's the second half, you know. Now we we got a flow of the game, we got a rhythm of the game, you know. That was that I thought was that I thought that was egregious. But here's also here's also my thing because Bobby, I'm at a point where. I've talked myself into Joe Judge being back, and it's December 6th. It's December 6th, 2021. The Giants are 4-8, and right? The Giants are 4-8. and Now they could go out, and they can lose the rest of these games this season, and they can wind up 4-13, and and the mood in the building can very well much change, and then my mood can very well much change as well, right? But it's December 6th. The Giants are 4-8. and I think Joe Judge is back next year. I, I do. I think John Mara likes the process. He, Joe Judge talks about process all the time. He likes the process that Joe Judge has brought to the building. Not just, really, I think you have to like the process that Joe Judge has brought. Not necessarily with him coaching in season, but the process that he's brought, I guess, in the roster evaluation and the decisions that he's made in the offseason and the communication that he's had with management. That's what John Mara has enjoyed, and I think that's why he's going to stay and that's why he's going to get the third year. So this is coming from the perspective of, I've talked myself into Joe Judge staying. Hire somebody to, to, to control the timeouts next year. Joe Judge that's cannot. Not, be, that's not real life, though. That what do you, Yes, it is. There, I, there has to be teams that they have somebody who's on that sideline that's dedicated to management situations and then calling timeouts. There has to be. How many coaches are on this coaching staff? They can't make up a position for that. They've made up positions for all these other BS positions. I just, I just don't think that's real life. Well, Joe Judge can't do it. That's he can't. So somebody else has to. Yeah, I think he just values not getting those five yard penalties. It's, it's not like he, it's not like he forgets. I think it's just those five yard penalties. He values getting the timeout more. Uh, he values not getting those five yard penalties more than timeouts. I mean, that's that's when it happens, you know. Yeah, but that has well, no, not necessarily. It's when he's on defense, too. The Giants lead the league, and this is not me exaggerating. The Giants lead the league on timeouts spent defensively um, because maybe they don't have a call written when most of the time where they're, they're in the red zone and they're going to allow a touchdown anyway. So they're calling these timeouts on, on defense as well. And I don't care about timeouts called in the second half. It's uh, in the first half. It's when they're called in the second half that really make me frustrated. Um, you know, I, I just don't know. Based off of this game, if, if you were on the fire Joe Judge train from before this game, fine. But from this game, I, I can't look at this game and be like, yay, this this game is on Joe Judge and the way that he coached the team. I, I can't be like that from this game. I, I really can't. I look at the O-line, uh, which I – how do you think the O-line did, you know, looking at the Miami cover zero attack, right? Because that's what they did. You know, cover zero, blitz zero, they're just bringing the house on, on most of those plays, right? I thought they held up kind of well. For the large part, right? Glennon got hit, but they're bringing the house. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They had some pretty bad reps. Hernandez still can't pick up a stunt. Yeah. It's, Bredesen, it's got, Bredesen came in. Bredesen gets... I saw him get put on his ass like like two times in his first five plays. I don't know. I, I'm not like saying Joe Judge is the sole, re- like the main reason. The main reason is because this offense didn't have any talent in this game. Yeah, 
you know, that's the main reason. But I also think Judge didn't help. And if we're talking big picture, it's like, what is what has Joe Judge done to be brought back at, when the GM's going to be fired? And they're right. and they're supposed to fire the GM. You know, it'd be one thing if they were keeping the GM. But if they're firing the GM, it's like, what has Judge done to be brought back? Besides Patrick Graham and, and the <laughs> yeah. defensive side of the ball. Yeah, and, and the defense played a, an essentially a solid game. You know, not a shutdown game, but a solid game, uh, which we'll, we'll talk about. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I'm just kind of like, like Joe Judge has to like kind of prove it, and he has it. You know, at at yeah. some point you have to win games, and we're yeah. four and eight. Stinks. If we had, you know, we should have won games earlier this year than that we did, and we didn't. So yeah, um, I don't know. It's frustrating. What do you think of? I'm starting to hear this amongst some beat reporters and. David Deal even went on a little spiel after the game saying about, you know, oh, you're firing Jason Garrett and you said that you got to score more points, but you haven't scored more points. And it's kind of saving, you know, kind of saving face for Jason Garrett a little bit. Um, I'm kind of fed up with those comments because nowhere was it ever said on, at least on, on, on our end and also Joe Judge's end where it's okay. Now we're going to score more points because Jason Garrett's gone. They said that they wanted to, I mean, Mike Glennon was the quarterback, and he played god-awful today, you know? Um, now, I will say, like, Freddie Kitchens-wise, of like, man, you you fall in love with the screen game a little too much. And they run on um, second down, you know, yeah, second and long. Yeah, so, like, there's, you know, and even when, when Garrett was fired, we said, like, I don't I don't really want Freddie Kitchens as the OC next year, but it'll be better. Like, we liked, we liked the game plan last week. But it's like Mike Lennon sucked. Like I didn't, I really didn't think Mike Lennon would be this bad. Like I didn't think he'd be good, but I thought he'd be a little more competent yeah. than this. Like he was brutally bad. Yeah. Don't use these last two games as evidence for you know what this is maybe why Jason Garrett wasn't the problem. Don't do that. Don't fall into that trap. The Giants are bad. There's a lot of changes that need to be made with this team and this franchise. Don't talk yourself into. Hey, maybe maybe guess what, Jason? Maybe Jason Garrett wasn't the maybe as wasn't Jason Garrett wasn't as big of a problem as we thought. Don't don't do that to yourself. Well, here's um, the thing: Jason Garrett wasn't the problem. He was the biggest problem. Correct. You know, like he yeah. wasn't the problem on offense. You know, it's not like Jason Garrett's gone. Okay, now we're gonna have a top five to ten offense. It was Jason Garrett was the problem of why this team just couldn't put up, yeah. couldn't have big offensive days. Yeah. Um, so. Offensive line, and I'm such a big fan of throwing the ball, but when you have so many negative, no gain, negative plays when you run, when you do decide to run the ball, it just derails an offense. It just derails an offense, and it's things that we've talked about over and over and over again. So, um, did you see that Corey Cunningham was the jumbo tight end? Yeah, they uh, they bench Matt Paired in that too, huh? They hate Matt Parrott, dude. Like, <laughs> I, it's like it's not even a conspiracy theory anymore. Like they hate Matt Parrott. Like when we joked about it two weeks ago, and it was like maybe just they just flat out hate Matt Parrott. Oh my god! Like they they le- they legit hate Matt Parrott. Like in the off season, I think it's gonna be my goal to like talk to Matt Parrott and figure out like, dude, what what happened? Like off the record, you got to fill me in, homie. Does Evan Ingram have the best? Hands on the team. Is Evan Ingram the most reliable <laughs> target on the team? He had some nice catches. Yeah, four for five for 
some 60 yards. And I, I, I'm, I said this, I'm saying this with the most serious lens. I think this was his best game since 2019. Um, Cincinnati. Well, I mean, how many catches did he have that game? He had one big play. He had two big, he he had two two big big plays. plays. I mean, that's, that's it. But I mean, this was the most reliable in terms of him being the most reliable. This was the game since 2019. Cincinnati. All right. Then his second best game since 2019. Okay. I could live with that. (laughs) Um, Let's see. What else is there? Mike Lennon has a concussion. I hate that Andrew Thomas will probably get credit for that sack when Mike Lennon was just standing, 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 and then it's like, and then it's like oh, a sack. I didn't think he had the best of games, but I'd be interested to see what film says. They did a lot of slide protections, you know, so sometimes it looked like there was pressure. Well, there was pressure coming off the left side, but it was like the whole line was sliding yeah. right. Mike, Yeah, Mike Lennon has a concussion, so we're legit. Like, Daniel Jones is out, by the yeah. way. Carp Carpenter was right. Yeah, like we don't know if it's out for the season, but he's out for a while. And Jake Fromm's going to be our starting quarterback next week, probably. That's I really insane. wish it was. I wish it was a home game. It's an away game. Imagine if he starts against Dallas. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Jake Fromm. What do you mean? Like Brian Lewerke is going to be the number two QB. I wish they would have just gotten brought in Davis Webb in from Buffalo instead of Jake Fromm. <laughs> Like they viewed him higher. They had Davis Webb as the number three. Like we could have just we could have brought in Davis Webb and like like let's try this again. Let's see. Like people forget. People forget the only the only reason he lo- he took Baker Mayfield's job and only lost his job due to Patrick Mahomes. People forget that. People do forget. Um we talked briefly about Saquon drops. Um, you know. Well, how about the roundhouse kick? That was weird. That was weird. Yeah. Picked up the first down. It worked. But that was a weird jump. He had some decent runs today. Yeah. You know, it was another, like, when he had some room, he made some yards. And then when he didn't, he didn't. And then the drops were pretty frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, in a game where you don't have an offensive touchdown, you look at those two drops, and it's like, well, you know, first downs that are left on the table. So, um, I feel I feel bad that I I basically kind of for the first, you know, we're 19 minutes into the show, so 20 minutes of the show, I it almost just sounds like I'm like defending Joe Judge and the Giants' offense, and I'm like defending Daniel Jones. That I really don't want that to be the case, but that's what I feel like I just did. I really just don't. I don't know what to think of this game, and I really don't have any big takeaways from it. And yeah, really, my my message my message is is to just like not cool it because the team sucks, but just kind of shrug your shoulders, shake off the dust, and let's just get this season over with. <laughs> yeah, without Daniel Jones. If Daniel Jones comes back, hey, I'm I'm. I'm all back into evaluating. I'm all back into, hey, let's go out there and score points. But as long as he's not here, it's just like, well, what are we going to learn about anything? We're, we're, going, to, we're going to learn nothing. I so. want this season to end so badly. Why did they have to give us the 17th game? Why did Daniel Jones have to get hurt? Yes, why? This does suck. I don't want to talk about freaking Jake Fromm or Mike Lennon. This is how I, this is how I should have started off, started off the show instead of being all serious. All right. Those are my uh, 
Those are my offensive notes. We'll uh, we'll talk more about Jake Fromm on uh, on Wednesday. Mailbag. Yeah, maybe I'll do a, a Jake Fromm uh, film breakdown. Film breakdown. Lovely. Just kidding. I'm actually probably not going to do anything this week because I'm going to die. All right. Before we get to talking about the defense and second half of the show, we got to talk about Manscaped. It's the holiday season, and you don't know what to get as a gift or a stocking stuffer. That's a terrible question because, of course. You should be going to Manscaped, today's sponsor, Manscaped. They have the tools to guarantee you to win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. Never heard of that. Does that mean that I'm really young if I've never heard of a white elephant competition? Manscaped is the leader in the men's below-the-waist grooming. White elephant competition? Yeah, never heard of that That sounds before. like some like high-class like secret society thing. Yeah, uh, so let us let us know. Let us know. If, what, what, if, we, if we weren't reading an ad right now, I would say it sounds like something else, but I'm not going to say it. No, don't do that. Um, Manscaped, they're the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, and they have served more than 4 million men worldwide. And if my math is correct, which I'm not really good at it, that's almost 8 million balls. Get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com slash giants. Now these are our picks for Manscaped Surefire Win Stocking Stuffers. Number one, Manscaped 2-in-1 Shampoo Plus Conditioner. They just launched Kill Two Birds with One Stone. PETA doesn't like when you say Kill Two Birds at One Stone. They prefer if you say something different. I don't know what the alternative is. Number two, Manscaped Cologne Infused Body Wash, which is very true. I've used the body wash. It mixes well with my cologne. Number three, Shears 2.0 Luxury 4-Piece Nail Kit. That's new. Number four, Crop Mops Ball Wipes for your stanky balls. Number five, Manscaped Signature Cologne. So they have a body wash Infused cologne and then the number five Manscaped cologne. That's pretty awesome. So what I want you to do is I want you to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash giants. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. I was playing uh, fantasy. Uh, I wasn't playing fantasy football. I was playing football this past weekend with my fantasy football league. And I was telling them all about Manscaped and how you can get 20% off and you can get yourself a really good gift for, plus free shipping too. And I said it was a shameless plug. So do that and tell your friends. Don't get your friends things to shave their balls with, but tell them about it, and then that'll be enough of a gift, plus the promo code. All right, Bobby Skinner, let's talk about the defense. Um, I felt like at certain points of this game, it had very preseason vibes of, like, I'm just watching this game looking for certain players to get excited about and then ignoring the things I don't like. And Aaron Robinson was a player that I got very excited about. It was a big day for the Rooks. Aaron Robinson played pretty damn well. Quincy Roche. Quincy Roche had a sack. And Aziz Ojolari broke BJ Hill's sack record, which honestly I'm a little sad to see that go because that was always like a fun fact. And now I think like a legit player in Aziz having it, it it just doesn't sound as fun. It also really looks like, here's an underrated storyline of that play. It low-key looked like Lorenzo Carter got the sack, and that would have been his first sack of the season. <laughs> yeah, and I had the I had I literally had to look up the stat book to see who got that sack. Yeah, because I because was doing I the clip. Who got it. I was doing the clip. You know, I you got to do the clip of Aziz Ojolari gets his six and a half sack and he breaks the rookie record. You know, you usually would have done that clip, so I did. Um, and I had to, I had to look up on NFL.com. I was like. Who exactly got credit for the sack? Because even if Aziz got half of it, 
he still would have broken it. But he got credit for the full sack, which is bizarre because I would have split it half if it was me. But well, Chris Myers me. said it was Lorenzo Carter, rookie out of the University of Miami. So he just screwed all the things up there. He was really bad. In fact, I kind of like it. It was so bad that it was enjoyable how many times he messed up names. Chris Myers needs to. He, he needs to get I don't back think we've had a Chris mode. Myers game like the last three years. No, and I and I like him. He he's really got a NASCAR. I, I like him. I, he, I he remember him from like early two thousands NASCAR. So he, he has still little... does it. I think so. Oh okay, yeah, early two thousands NASCAR. In fact, I me- I remember because before I was when I started getting into football, I was already into NASCAR. Yeah, and so I remember watching Bucks preseason games because they were on the local channel down here, and he would do it on Channel Nine WFTV. He called the Bucks preseason games, and I'm like, oh, it's the NASCAR guy chris yeah, myers nice and, and then i realized he just worked for fox and a broadcast before role. we get to talk i want to i want to talk about aaron robinson more goose johnston you know i usually talk about how i don't get mad <laughs> with commentators or color you know the color people about what they have to say like i usually don't mind joe aikman troy buck uh, joe aikman troy uh, I, did i just get them confused joe buck troy aikman there we go i usually don't mind them Everybody likes to get mad about announcers, but Goose Johnston was pissing me off so much. Hey, even though the Dolphins are really bad at running the ball, the fact that they commit to it is really, really good, and it's been one of the main reasons why they've been winning games. They were like in third and six, and he's like, this gets them into these good situations on third down like this. It's like third and six is not a good situation, dude. And every time he would talk about like how good, how fun running the ball is and how good running the ball is, Tua would like throw the ball for like an eight-yard gain, and I'd be like, yeah, Goose, running the ball is really working well for these teams. Um, (laughs) So... Um, that that really uh that really grinded my gears a little bit. Um, it was like who who is this man? And he does not deserve to be calling football games. Or I mean, people like running the ball, so I shouldn't say that. Aaron Robinson, I like running the ball well. Um, yeah, running the ball well is a different story. But when people talk about running the ball when nobody can run the ball well, that's when it makes me angry. Aaron Robinson, fun game going up against Gasecki and some of these bigger physical tight ends. And, like, the end zone play, which it hit, I think it hit Gusecki, like, right in the face mask. But Aaron Robinson had, like, his hand up. I mean, Gusecki, this guy's, like, 6'6". And Aaron Robinson just lunged, jumped up off of his feet, didn't land on his feet, right on his back, and tried reaching up for that football. Like I said, didn't get, didn't get a finger on it, but it did enough to, I guess, distract the Gusecki from catching a touchdown pass and... You know, might have might have led to a a field goal from there. Can't necessarily remember. And then he was so he was on those tight ends, and then he was on Waddle for a good portion too. And you would see when Waddle would go in motion pre-snap, um, there was a third down where Tua was looking towards Waddle's way, but Aaron Robinson was covering him in the intermediate part of the field. Tua goes up to the secondary level and past Jalen Waddle, throws an incompletion, fourth down, Dolphins punt. Um, and then also there was a third down where Waddle runs an out route on like a third and six. Aaron Robinson stays right there with him, allows the catch, but makes that tackle before the first down marker. The dude plays fast, he plays physical, and even the play in which he got beat over Devontae Parker, it was just a nice throw, it was a nice back shoulder catch, and sometimes as a defensive player, you just have to throw your hands up in the air saying, hey, I got beat with this back shoulder throw, which honestly, most of the time when Aaron Robinson has allowed a catch like these last three games, it's been like those... Aaron Robinson is covering this guy well, but it's just throw your hands up in the air. The offensive player just made a better play. I am pumped about Aaron Robinson. Yeah, man. Like, he might be a good player. Um, 
and you know he's and and it was crazy is he didn't get a camp, you know, or no. beginning of the season. Like he's been thrust into this role, and like they didn't even put Xavier McKinney into into his role like this fast last year. Um, you know, and safety is probably an easier position to play than corner. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about him. Um, as far as defensively, uh, I mean they were just they they two a dinks and dunks. Yeah. You know, which 20 points, again, that's a, a decent outing defensively. Uh, and then there was a couple, like, messed up plays in coverage on the on the two touchdowns. You know, that was kind of frustrating. I don't know what happened on the one where Logan Ryan and James Bradbury were both covering the same thing. I think McKinney should have kept – no, not McKinney. Um, Yeah, so, somebody should have kept running towards the back part of the end zone. Yeah. Well, I th- I think and I think I saw somebody say that Miami had run that play a ton and they've always thrown it to Waddle underneath. Yeah, and so Bradbury kind of knew that was coming and jumped it, and then when they didn't throw it, it was like, okay, well we got we got um not Kaseki uh, that that backup tight end in the back of the end zone, yeah. Matt Collins, yeah. uh, open, you know. Yeah. yeah. Tua had so. th- there was at one point in the game where Tua had 32 pass attempts and 157 passing yards, you know, and his final nine attempts he had 87 yards. So he finished off the day with 244 passing yards. Which you look at the final box score, it's like, hey, 244 passing yards. That's not a bad passing day yards wise. But his final nine attempts, when basically the game was over, that's when 87 of those yards came from. So 32 pass attempts, 157 passing yards when the game was still very much in reach for this Giants defense. You know, that's a good day. It's it's a good day from the Giants defense. They just continues to be the the story of the last two years. They just don't get help from their offense, whether it's them not even eating up the clock or I don't even care about time of possession. I just care about scoring points and they don't get any help in that regard. So. What do you think about Logan Ryan throwing shade at Tua? I don't think it's cool when you're a four and eight football team. You know, Logan Ryan still thinks that he plays for the Patriots and he's winning like the Patriots. Like that's whack. That's what I think. It's whack. Yeah. Basically, if if you don't know what he said, he said, I guess someone asked him about like you know the team being without a quarterback because Mike Lennon's got concussed or whatever. He said, oh, I I could be a quarterback. I played in high school. I can throw. Two yard two passes yard to the left, yep. you know, which is like, you know, um, that he just beat you. And also Logan Ryan, I can't remember the last time you made a big play. Yeah. I think he gave up a big play this game. Yeah. I, I don't even know, but I don't remember the last time. Now I know sometimes the safety position is about not allowing the play, but Logan Ryan, you get paid $10 million a year. So every once in a while, maybe you should make a play. Yeah. There you All go. Right. So. Yeah, that's not cool. Not a cool comment. Not a cool comment. He can brag about leading the team in tackles and, you know, runs 10 yards past the line of scrimmage, though. All, all of the, all of the like, the energy that people give Blake Martinez should go to Logan Ryan. Like, I love Blake. And, like, I I miss Blake, and I don't think I would miss Logan Ryan. I don't, I, I would... Anyways, you know, yeah, let me no, not people, trash him too much. People's, people's problems with Blake Martinez is like off the field and how like kind of weird of a person he is, which he's a weird dude, but he's he's good on the field. And then people's... He's not even gr- that weird. He just likes Pokemon. I think that's a little funky for a grown man, but um, 
Ne- Pokemon, ne- what are you talking about? Pokemon made a comeback. Everyone was in the Pokemon a few years ago. Well, no, I'm, I'm also a weird human being, and I love Shania Twain. I, I had friends who like I, did bids who were like going and playing Pokemon with their wives. Literally have a picture of Shania Twain in my room, so we're all weird, right? Um, stay weird. That's that's one of your things, right? Um, yeah, stay weird. But Logan Ryan should be getting gripe by things he like says and how he acts like around and near the football field and like conf- press conferences and stuff like that. But people love him. So I, I like Logan Ryan, but there's just some of the, th- he, I think he's an error. He's kind of like an arrogant football player and you kind of need to have an ego in this business of like thinking that you're good, but sometimes you maybe need to keep those comments to yourself. I just don't like that. He says I'm a leader. Like, I don't like when people say I, it's like, the same I'm thing a- with snacks. Harrison snacks. Harrison always had to tell you how humble he is and how hard he worked. <laughs> um, and I hate, those are the people that I hate. Like, dude, I don't need to hear how hard you're working, bro. Just like do it. Like you're paid to do it. Go out and do it. You know, I don't need to hear how hard you're working. We we know. I got you. I respect you. But the more that I hear from you, the less I want to believe you. So, well, we're never getting Logan Ryan on the show. So, um, I I like him. He just needs to keep it to yourself. That's it. He's just a little annoying. But so are you. So I yeah, I'm very annoying. I I was an, I'm annoyed with myself for the first twenty minutes of the show. I'm gonna die. Um. Aaron Robinson's a baller. We talked about Aziz. Quincy Roche had a sack. Um, Miami. Even even made a... Yeah, no, he went to Georgia. No, Would Miami kidding. fire Manny Diaz already? That's a you problem. Quincy Roche had a really nice play on the run, uh, against the run today where he like lit up a running back. Thought that was fun. I like him, man. I really do. Yeah. This is a solid player. Bradbury gave up a few catches. Yeah, that was a little frustrating. But it was kind of what we were worried about with Adore not being here. It's like Bradbury versus Waddle is probably not the best matchup in the world. Agreed. Um, I thought McKinney played well. Yeah. I thought there may have been an opportunity for McKinney to poke the ball out of that tight end's hands. But maybe there wasn't. I like can't if he remember. hustled more. Julian Love, Mike Rossi pointed this out for me. The, he made a the, really nice play. The play where Julian Love didn't really make a nice play, a nice pass deflection, but the play where Aaron Robinson made that pass deflection but didn't touch the ball against Gasecki's face mask, if Julian Love hustled all the way from in the end zone and actually ran towards that play, then he would have had an interception. Mike Rossi pointed that out. Game of yeah, inches. I noticed that too. Game of inches. Which would have been funny because Julian Love gets turnovers solely off of picks, <laughs> off of tip passes. The stra- the stra- fumble recoveries and the strangest of things, yes. Um, oh, man. Do we have another ad? Yeah, we do. It's, um, it's, it's, it's one that we can stick at the end, though. That they, it's for our own company. Oh, okay. John Boy Media Audience Survey. Hey, everybody. May have a quick favor to ask you. Really grateful for everybody in the John Boy Media community. Want to make sure that your experience as an audience member is the best it can be. Want to give you the opportunity to share some feedback with us through an anonymous survey that can be found in the description of this episode. So, this is the important thing, though. If you complete this survey, they'll be giving everybody who submits the survey a 20% discount code in the John Boy Media store. It's going to take you less than five minutes to complete, so please consider helping us out. Again, all you have to do is click the link 
in the bio of this episode in the description to access the survey. And anybody who answers the questions and submits a survey, you're going to get 20% off any item in the store. And I guess it's just a kind of like an end of the year survey about maybe what, sh- what shows you listen to, how you enjoy them, et cetera, et cetera. So click the link in our bio slash description, get 20, literally like you can even don't be a jerk and answer it, but answer it, do a half-assed job and get 20% off the store. Bam. That's it. Those are. Maybe I'll do it. Those are the ads. I was I was thinking about that. Where Bob, I could say Bob Skinner just doing it. And I just you want can, to see what it, it contains. If it's so anonymous, does it have like questions about us? I don't know. I, I did not access it yet. That probably would have been a good idea before before um before I read the ad. But we're gonna have to read that ad. If there's like a, an, a, a thing for like additional comments, make sure to go be like give Bobby the bag. Give Bobby the bag. We got a five star rating on the Apple Podcast app saying give Bob. Hey John Boy, give Bobby the bag. We're one away from like thirteen hundred, I think. Too. We are. That that annoys me. Whenever on whenever we're on the cusp and we're like on an odd number, it always annoys me. I want to get back on that even number. We really haven't had a good moment to ask for reviews. No, I have a feeling the next one's gonna have to be at the end of the year, where it's like end of the year. Leave us a five star yeah. rating. Yeah. That's that's when it's gonna have to be. Oh well. This may uh, be our uh, a hot take, not a hot take. This may be our least listened to episode ever. I hope so. <laughs> I really am not doing well. Like, I thought I'd be better today, and I'm worse. Like, today, when I was getting ready to do the preview show, the you know, the pregame live stream, I literally yeah. just was sweating profusely. <clears throat> Takes me, like, an hour to get out of bed. Um, I'm sorry. I just want to die. I played football yesterday, and... Not as sore as I thought. I thought I th- I thought I would be down bad today too. Um, I I run around once a year, and that's when my fantasy our fantasy football league we get together at a at Colonia High School with the blue football field, and we uh, we ball out, and that's that's exactly what I did. And I'm not as sore as I thought. So nice. I'm happy. I went to a bar last night. How long? How long did you? How long was the game? We played for a couple hours. Um, we kind of just played to whoever gets the 10 touchdowns first. And then we decided that at nine touchdowns, we were good. We played from That's the third. That's brutal, man. If you don't work out consistently, like we've done that, mm-hmm. your legs will be dead. Like just, you know. I like feel like my hamstring's about to pop. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> um, in fact, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um. I can't remember. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Is I hate sharing this because I think it's disgusting. Sure. But today I've had the squirts. So every nope. bottle of every bottle of water it just goes straight through me. So it's like I'm trying to stay hydrated but I can't because it goes right through Listen, me. Listen, there there are some things that I share that may be related to bodily fluids and and things of that nature. And you get weirded out. But the fact that you I just said shared—that's why I don't like sharing it. But you just—you just shouldn't have. I mean, th- th- you, there are some things where you're like, Justin, you shouldn't have said that. That was that was that was an A one example of that. A one example. All Man, right, we got we got five more games to talk about this team. Five more. I wish five there was more. only four more. Five um, more. Five dollar foot one. Jake Fromm come in and save the season. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Anything else we want to hit on? No, no. 
Joe Judge conversation, which I feel like we have every week. Daniel Jones is not here, so it's tough to evaluate. Um, offense is still bad, and everything's still bad. Defense is good. So, same old, same old. I really didn't think Mike Glennon was going to be this bad. Like, I thought he was more competent than what he showed. But he's not. Backup for a reason. Yeah. Like, Colt McCoy looked better than Mike Lennon. Which I didn't think would happen. Alright, that's an episode, right? That's an episode. Alright, we appreciate you guys. We'll be back on Wednesday for a mailbag pod. I'll be honest, I don't think an O-line report or film review is going to happen this week. Because I'm dead. Um, I'll try it. I'll try it out. Alright. Um... We appreciate you guys. We'll see you on Wednesday. Until then, let's go Big Blue.